You are listening to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast, Episode 22. Today's topic, Seven Ways a Good Project Team is Like a Good Marriage. Welcome to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast at SensiblePM.com, where you get an insider's edge on practical project management. Now, here is your host, Mark Phillippe. Welcome to the Sensible Project Manager Podcast. My name is Mark Phillippe, and I am the Sensible Project Manager. Today, we're going to talk about project teams, and I'm going to relate that to a good marriage. Now, the reason why I was thinking about this is because on February 5th, my wife and I celebrated our 30th anniversary. Now, before we go any farther, I just wanted to say thank you, Monica, for 30 great years, and I am really looking forward forever with you. Now, I'm going to relate the good marriage that I have with a good project team. Before we get started with that, I received an email on LinkedIn from Rastim, and I'm, I, Rastim, I hope I can get your name right, Axiomov. He said, hello, Mark. I am a project manager from Ufa, Russia. I started in 2006 as a developer at 1C Enterprise, which is a Russian ERP software. Then I became a team lead in 2013. In 2014, I became a project manager and understood that I am a strong programmer, but weak in being a project manager. Then I realized that obtaining a CAPM credential will help me to understand what I really need to get my project successfully completed. I started studying in the beginning of last December. I got my 23 PDUs at Simply Learn com's CAPM prep online course, but yours and Terry's CAPM studies helped me much more. I listened to them while jogging and on my way to and from the job. Second time I listened to them with the PMBOK in front of me. On January 2nd, I took my CAPM exam that was successful. Thank you very much again for your podcast. I hope to hear other podcasts from you. First of all, thank you so much, Rasim, for for the kind message. I really appreciate that. That 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 helps me feel like there are people listening and there's some value that we're giving there. And also, congratulations for passing the Cap M. That is really exciting. You know, those of you that are not quite sure about what uh, Rasim is talking about, Terry Etchigwin and I sat down a few months ago, studied together as she was preparing to take the CAPM herself. And we put together the series. There's 14 episodes called Preparing for the CAPM. And you can go back to sensiblepm.com slash mentoring, and you'll find that whole series there. All right, so let's talk about Project Teams. And now, today's feature. I've put together seven different ways that a good project team is like good marriage. Uh, the first one that I've got down is unified goals. To keep a marriage strong, both husband and wife must have goals that are congruent. Now, if that if that doesn't mean that they're always going to agree with each other, rather, they will shape their individual goals into unified goals. Now, their goals must be aligned. Now, likewise, projects teams must be unified with their goal as well. Now, if you think about it, a project will get initiated with a project charter or some other similar document. In that project charter, 
it should be included in there a vision of what the project and the goals are. And those that vision and goals should align with the strategic direction of the organization and strategic initiatives that you have in the organization. When the project team understands the project vision and goals, then they can rally together towards the goals and be unified in their delivery of the project. Now, a good example or, or a quote that I found that is really uh, hitting home for me, the importance of having a vision and goals that, uh, that a project team needs to have. It, this is a quote by, and I believe I've used it before in the, on the podcast, but Antoine de Saint-Experier. He said, if you want to build a ship, don't drum up people and collect wood and don't assign tasks and work, but rather teach them to long for the endless immensity of the sea. That is my favorite quote over the last few months because it really tells me that to be able to get people to work together toward an end goal, specifically on these project teams, you really have to teach them or help them understand there's a vision for the project. And if you can get them to, to rally behind that vision and they can use, work towards unified goals, they will be able to deliver great things. The next one I have, good communications. In a good marriage, communications is king and queen. In my family, I have eight children, and there, of course, are two parents. <clears throat> when my wife and I fail to communicate with each other, things become a little chaotic in the Philippine kingdom. It doesn't quite run well. So if we are able to be able to communicate together, uh, then we do well. If not, it doesn't take long for the subjects or the children in this kingdom to become to rule the kingdom. It is critical for our spouses to really understand and listen to each other so that they can communicate well together and, and be able to communicate, going back to that unified goals, those, those unified goals to the family. It is just as critical for a project team to learn to communicate well with each other and also to the stakeholders of the project. When collaboration in, within a project team works well together, the project really runs better, the liberals are met, and those goals are met. I believe it is the project manager's responsibility to work to establish a project environment which fosters open communication and a high level of collaboration. Now, the following quote that comes to mind when, when I think about this, this quote is by Stephen Covey. He says, When the trust account is high, communication is easy, instant, and effective. The next way is patience and understanding. Even in good marriages, there are bound to be disagreements and conflicts. Because misunderstandings between two people are imminent, both husband and wife, they really need to be patient with each other and to work towards better understanding each other. That patience and understanding is the lifeline of a marriage. Same thing is true in a project teams. There's bound to be conflict on a project. As everybody digs into the project and, and try to get their work done, sometimes there's going to be conflicts. Each team member should always be aware of the other members of the team and sincerely work to understand their point of view. 
And as they understand each other, then and with patience and understanding, then they will be able to work together better. Here's a quote. It's a little little uh, little flippant about how they say it, but I, I I like it. It's by Kim Harrison. She says, "Treat people with understanding when you can, and fake it when you can't, until you do understand." I think that's 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 really good because we don't always understand each other. And as time goes by, if we're at least kind to each other and, and patient with each other, as we work more with each other, we will be able to understand each other better. Patience is also an important quality a team member should always strive for. We're all at different levels of skill. Some are very, very skilled. Some are just beginning. And those uh, different levels of experience and abilities actually add uh, benefit to the team because that mixture really adds a lot of depth to the team. But that also means that we need to be patient with each other on the team. So as we work to, to deliver those projects, patience within team members really needs to kick into high gear when things don't quite go right. Here's a quote that, that really hits home with me on this, this topic. This quote is by Bernard Kelvin Clive. He says, the secret code of success is patience, a virtue that cannot be replaced. It takes time to build great dreams. And I might add, it takes time to build great teams. Next one is teamwork. I'm convinced that there isn't a more important team on the earth than the team of a husband and a wife. That is the building blocks of a family, and in my, in my mind, in my life, I believe the family is the building blocks of everything in the world. A good marriage requires strong teamwork between spouses. As a couple learns to work together, they will grow together. Likewise, project teams need to be able to work together to meet the deliverables of the project. Great teams have learned that the team is greater than the summation of the individual parts. In other words, that whole team, if you take the individual members of the team, even though they have lots of strengths and, and value, they are able to produce more as a team than individually. Each person on the team should understand their roles and responsibility and work to support, to the best of their ability, the team and the team members. Here's a statement that, that comes to my, on my mind by Simon Sinek. He says, The ability of a group of people to do remarkable things hinges on how well those people pull together as a team. The next one is, Leverage each other's strengths. Now, over the past 30 years, I have learned that my wife has some great strengths and that they truly do counterbalance my weaknesses. For instance, there is nothing like a mother's intuition. In a good marriage, the couple will identify their strengths and their weaknesses and successfully leverage each other's strengths and buoy up each other's weaknesses. Now, great teams learn to work together to bring out the strengths of each other. Each project member has their own set of unique skills. As those skills become apparent, the team will will either consciously or unconsciously begin leveraging each other's strengths. The importance of focusing on these strengths is highlighted by another quote by Marilyn Savant. Marilyn said, 
Success is achieved by developing our strengths, not by eliminating our weaknesses. So teams, build on your strengths. The next way is kindness and respect. Two very important virtues in a marriage is kindness and respect. I have found that as we are kind to each other and treat each other with total respect, love increases. I often hear my mother's words ringing in my ears. If, if you don't have anything so nice to say, don't say anything at all. Many of your mothers probably have said that same thing. Those words have played an important part in my marriage. Project teams can learn that from that same example. When, when team members are kind to each other and treat each other with respect, harmony is inevitable. I would recommend team members practice random acts of kindness. Now, if you're not sure what that is, it comes from, it probably even came before that, but it came from a movie that I watched uh, called Pay It Forward. It came out in 2000, in the year 2000. It was a great movie. It's built around paying it forward by random acts of kindness. And I think that if project teams are kind and respectful to each other and they they practice these random acts of kindness, the team will just gel well together. Another quote by Allison Levine. Allison said, Don't ever underestimate the importance of treating others with respect and kindness. Couldn't agree more. And the last one that I have on my list is serve each other. In a good marriage, selfishness will be diminished if each partner wakes up in the morning and thinks, how can I serve my spouse today? I can't say that I've done this every day, but I do know that when I have acted on those thoughts of what I can do to serve my wife, life has gone way better each and every day that I actually act on some way of serving my wife. And when project team members are willing to help other team members and serve them and do other things for them, then the project environment is really much more pleasant. But I do believe that that, and also more work is accomplished. I also especially believe that the project manager who practices servant leadership for the team as a whole, the project team will become more efficient because you as a project manager are removing blocking points that the team might have. And if you can do that to remove the the blocking points of those things that are getting in their way of being more efficient, they can, as a team, progress farther and be able to work on their deliverables while you remove those blocks for them. Here's another quote by Artika Tyner. The heart of a leader is manifested through service to others. Truly agree with that one. In my mind, as a project manager serves their team and teammates serve each other, the project will be more efficient. Now, those are my seven points. Uh, Let's review those real quick. They are unified goals, good communications, patience and understanding, teamwork, kindness and respect, and serve each other. Now, I encourage all of you to consider those parallels with a good marriage and a good project team. 
Success of your next project will be directly related to how successful your team is. And I believe if you follow these seven points, your team will be successful. Now, I what I've done is I've built a, a list of these seven points. I'd love to be able to have your help in doing two things. Curating it, meaning what you believe is the most important on this list. I made this list with no specific order in place. But I'm very interested in finding out what you think is more important. Also, if you have other things to add to the list, I've put together a uh, this with this list so that you can actually add to this. So if you can go to sensiblepm.com slash 22 and let's curate a little bit, see if we can get your votes on what you think is most important and add to the list, I'd really appreciate it. Now, I have a an announcement to make. I, I'm not ready to give you a lot of detail yet, but I have been working on a new mentoring series. And I made mention to this uh, a few times in the last few episodes. I really enjoyed my uh, mentoring series that I had with Terry Etchequin. I'm going to do something a little bit different. That was going to start in March. And that mentoring series is really going to be especially interesting, I believe, for aspiring and new project managers. And it will be different than you have heard in any other project management podcasts that are out there. So I really encourage you to check back it will be sometime in March that you'll be able to start hearing that. And uh, I'm sure that I'll be doing a lot more announcement, announcements as to when that is actually getting started. Until next week, remember, a sensible project manager always looks for a practical way to lead a project to success. You've been listening to the Sensible Project Manager, Mark Phillippe, on the Sensible Project Manager podcast. To learn more about practical project management, visit us at sensiblepm.com.